Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, you're listening to another episode of Six Feet on the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Pooche. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What is going on? Man, look, check this out. Before I forget, before I fudge this up, before I do anything incorrectly, do your boy a solid. Do your boy a favor. Do me a big bill. Uh, go ahead, like, subscribe, share podcast. Go ahead and rate that mug. Know you listening to your boy on the Apple Podcast app, so it's like... Yeah, go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because you know why? Because you want to. And it's going to make you feel better about yourself. And it's going to make me feel better about myself. And a segment that always makes me feel some type of way about myself is going to be held today. Today is the Uncle P's advice day. Y'all know how that is. You know how that goes. You know how that flows. I'm your Uncle P, man. You come to me because you know I'm going to tell you what it is and not what it was. You know what I'm saying? And then you also come to me because I ain't got the best advice. I ain't got always the right advice, but you know, like I got some pretty hard hitting life, life, uh, life facts, I guess you could say, whatever, whatever. Anyway, man, today's uncle P's episode. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I I just don't, I just don't. I'm going to read this off. You guys want to tell me what you think. You guys want to tell me how you feel? I'm going to try to make sense of this because life is interesting, bro. Anyways, what's good, Uncle P? Congratulations on almost making it to a year. I had a very, very interesting question for you. When is it time to tell your homies you aren't okay with one of his kinks? I'm not sure if I'm being a bad friend, but something weird recently happened to me, and I didn't think it was a big deal until it happened the second time. Weirdly enough, I find it weird that you even know any of your homeboy's kinks. Although, I don't think that's weird that you do, but I then I do think it is weird. Do men actually talk to each other about kinks? Do you say the word kinks to your homeboys when you be talking? Like, do you be like, yo, bro, one of my favorite kinks is... I don't think men use those words. I mean, if you do, bro, no problem. No problem. But neither one of my homies have ever talked to me about their kinks. I mean, how to spell that word. That is weird. So on two separate occasions, my boy and I have been just chilling and having a bros night and he's invited me over and he's invited over a Nubian Nugget friend for himself and proceeded to have sex with her downstairs with me hanging out. Oh, okay. He lives in a nice loft, so I pretty much hear everything, but I must say he's got to work on the stroke game. All right, pause that, bro. You're on some weird shit, but I love it. Because you know one thing you got to do is be honest with your homies. Homies don't let other homies not be honest with each other. If you're out there sounding like you're out there doing that. Like, you know, you don't. Come on, man. Help your mans out. So, yeah, no problem there. I could care less about what grown people do in their free time. Also, don't think think much. I also didn't think much about it the first time. But since my homie kept trying to imply that last night was just a bros night, I don't know why you would just invite over some McLovin while I was still sitting there chilling. I decided to ask the bro why he was inviting me over during these events and what he said shocked me. He explained during the beginning of the year he had been robbed after having a random female over. He never could confirm it, but he felt that the female had set him up. 
He had just started to feel comfortable having women over again, but only if someone he trusted was in the nearby room. And do you think it's wrong that I am low-key uncomfortable with this situation? I want to be sh- I want to be a good homie but and be there for the bro during his PTSD, but I do not want to have to listen to a whole episode of Round and Brown going on upstairs while I'm simply trying to watch anime. Wow. That is a coink-a-dink. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's a, that's a big one. That's a big one, bro. I'm going to be real with you. I think you're being a great friend, bro. Like, also, I think you, you and your homie have a great sense of openness if you really can sit back and think that you guys um, use the word kinks with each other. I'm still amazed by that. But you got to be there for your bro, you know. In weird situations, when things happen to us that are traumatizing and shit, because I see you said he got set up. So I'm imagining either people came and took his stuff or somebody stole his stuff while he was asleep. Eh, either one. Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? But on everything, you can't put a price on loyalty. See, one of the weirdest things that the world will teach you nowadays is that you have a lot of friends. If you're very social on the Internet or you're like very socially going, you're out socially a lot. You know what I'm saying? If you're one of these people who like always seems to be at the turn up or just seem to have like a lot of Internet fun, you're seeing to be a likable person. Therefore you have a lot of friends. So therefore like life is good, but that ain't the case, bro. Loyalty is loyalty is about as rare as, um, finding somebody who really, really, really actually likes the Seinfeld show. No, I'm just kidding. No, loyalty is really rare, man. So it's like one of those things where you look at it to be like, if my, your man's is really trusting you and he's like, yo, man, bro, I, I need you to hold me down while I got this uh, <clears throat> female over about to catch the loving from her. Uh, can you can you hold me down? Do that for your boy. I mean, look at it like this, bro. If you really think about it, at one point, we all were afraid of the dark. Every single one of us, like every single one of us. If you weren't afraid of the dark, you're a madman. Also, are you a madman? You're a whole ass motherfucking lie. Like, you mean to tell me, even as a three or four year old, you didn't have a nightlight? Son, I stayed with a nightlight until I was 10 years old. That's how much I was afraid of the dark. But nevertheless, what I'm trying to say here is that we all have like weird fears. You know what I'm saying? Weird things that we don't really like doing by ourselves or being by ourselves in because let's keep it 100, man. Like life's, life's rough, bro. Life can be very much a hard uh, pill to go through. And obviously, <clears throat> obviously, uh, some of us don't have family. Some people have family. Some people don't. Uh, luckily, I come from a good set of uh, family members. Uh, family members a good uh, have a good amount of family members to lean on and things like that but some people don't so it's like dog if he's asking you to hold it down and be his boy while he goes upstairs and does his best brian pumper's reenactment do it if your boy's upstairs you know knocking cheeks to heart in the paint like the years 2009 and we some juniors coming out of english class do it if your boy's upstairs sounding like he's doing a reenactment to jump, jump while being offbeat with the backboard, 
be downstairs and you just listen. You listen to your homie go, go ridiculously offbeat. And realistically, it seems like the question shouldn't be more about should you not be there for your boy and, and listening. You should be there for your boy and throwing him some tapes, giving him some life lessons, some pointers. That seems like to be the real problem here. You got to get your life together, bro. Come on now. We don't let our mans go out like that in life, dog. But yeah, I would do it. I would, um, you know, I listen. I look when you do it, be a better lookout person than me. Be a better lookout person to me because here's the thing. I personally was touted with this, this, um, I was given this opportunity to be a lookout man back in high school. You guys remember what high school was like? You guys all remember what high school was like, young? You know what I'm saying? You just straight up trying to, you know, catch the love off the rip. Hopefully, mom's is going to be out of town or going for more than 30 minutes and just make it do what it do, right? So, Anyways, um, I was in high school, I think it was junior year, and my man's my man's K-Dog, I'm just calling K-Dog, my man's K-Dog birthday, I think he's 17, man's K-Dog was like, he was like, yo, Pooch, I'm going to need you to hold down the fort, my girl's about to come through, let me know if you, you know, hear any noises. Now, I'm like, yeah, sure, bro, it is what it is, I got you. Now... Unfortunately for K-Dog, he was misspeaking to a very, very heartbroken pooch who had just broken up with his 11th grade girlfriend and was in his own state of mind, kind of just thinking in his own state of frame of mind, not even really thinking out loud. And you know what ended up happening, y'all? I'm going to tell you this. I'm be so honest. I dropped the ball while trying to look out for my high school homeboy while I was in high school, while he was getting some high school McLovin. His mom walked in the house, said, hey, pooch. I said, hey, back and didn't alert my homie. His mother walked in to probably see him knee deep in some high school McLovin and was not happy about it at all. So much so that she didn't speak to either of us for the rest of the night. But the funny part about it was, is that my boy K-Dog really did pull up on me like seconds later. And he was like, yo, bro, you didn't. No, my mother was coming home. You didn't hear my mother. You know what I'm saying, son? And I was like, yo, my man, I'm sorry, bro. I wasn't paying attention. I saw your mother. I waved at her. I said, what's up? And instead of alerting you and letting, letting you know, like, hey, man, your mom's home. I thought maybe I was just back there wrestling, kicking it, talking, chilling. And I didn't think much of it, bro. So, yeah, my bad. And you know what that means? That means that sometimes you really got to explain shit to people like the third graders, bro, because the fact that I really just let my man go out like that, the fact that I really just let my bro catch that ill, the fact that I really was supposed to be the watchman while my homeboy was getting to make loving in high school from a high schooler, as we were all high schoolers, <laughs> just shows to show that not everybody's built for this title, bro. Not everybody's built for that uh, type of protection. So yeah, bro, you do that. You you be there for your boy. You be there for your mans. And uh, I think that just shows that you are in a good friendship. Because the thing is, man, you can cheat on your spouse, but you shouldn't cheat on your friends. That's just my opinion. But anyways, you listen to another episode of Six Feet on the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please allow the peace to kill evil that's coming from within you. Until next time, I'm out.